episode 51 of Board Games with Variant Hex is all about what we played in May. I'm Kelly, and in this episode, Aaron and I talk about our picks for what we want to play more, what we want to play less, and our game of the month for May 2022. Without further ado, I'll turn it over to myself and Aaron talking about what we played in May. May 2022. May we get started. Uh, yeah, I see what you did there. Mm-hmm. Yes, we may. So our new super snappy format for this means that we're going to talk about stats first, and then we're going to go with a game called a back to the table game, what we want to put back on the table and play right. again. A coal action, C-U-L-L, E-C-T-I-O-N. A coal action. Yeah, it's not really good audio uh, I pun. Uh, what game might not stay? And then what our game of the month was. So starting with stats, we play mostly games together. I, I'm the one who's the keeper of the BG Stats app. So it's sure. in my name, so to speak. So the complete stats are everything I've played. And that is, I played, ooh, let's see, so many more two-player games, even than one-player games this time. Right, because we are working together to try to play. We, we normally try to play all of our games every year. We yes. have decided that we want to complete that goal before Gen Con. Yes, which um, we're at the end of May now. Gen Con is at the beginning of August. So we have enough time, but not a lot of time. We're now under a game a day. Yes, yes, we are. Um, we played, well, first, you want to guess how many games were played? So well, I you just know how many saw you how many know. I played. Yeah. So then I have to guess how many you played without me. Yes. I'm going to guess that we played 67 games this month. 76 games. Oh, that's still high. I, only, I was only a part of 54 of them. Now, my copy of a game was 68. So okay. I played 68 of our games. 76 total games. Nine of those were new to me, but when new to me just means new to BG Stats app. I think it was maybe more around like six were actually new to me. So not as many new games this time. Total number of plays is 101. So right before we started recording, I knew that there was a play missing because I knew the last time I looked at it was it was an even 100. And we played 60 Second City. And we just played 60 Second City. Takes longer than 60 seconds. Yeah, each round is 60 seconds. So it's at least a five-minute city. What games were played? Gosh, it's 76 games. And I guess I'm going to read them all real fast. All right. I'm going to grab a soda. Are you really? No. Oh, I was like, are you really going to get up? I mean, that's fine. Okay. So I don't know what, how BG Stats App decides to order these, but I'm starting from the bottom. A Game of Cat and Mouth, Monopoly Deal, Kabuto Sumo, Hanami Koji, Coup, Catan Dice Game, Battle Kittens, T-Rex's Holiday, Flux, Silver and Gold, Lucky Numbers, Love Letter, Jenga Tetris, Blockus, Railroad Ink Yellow and Railroad Ink Green, Point Salad, Dice Tomatoes, Age of War, Welcome to, Tetris Strategy Game, Railroad Inc. Deep Blue, Railroad Inc. Blazing Red, Hats, Corinth, 60 Second City, Under Falling Skies, Trails, Super Skill Pinball 4K, Split, Face 10 Dice, Downforce, Deep Sea Adventure, Connect Four Shots, Attack on Titan, The Last Stand, Gravwell 2nd Edition, Welcome to New Las Vegas, Kahuna, Seven Summits, Flam Rouge, Fjords, Dinosaur Island, Rar and Right, Century Eastern Mountains, Century Endless World, those are the Gollum editions, Carcassonne, Calico, Monty Python Flux, Word Thief, Nidavellir, Dice Forge, Curse Court, Cubitos, Alhambra New York, Monopoly Gamer, Yamatai, Tripoli, Rummy Cube, Ceylon, Alhambra Big Box, it was just the regular Alhambra though, Imperial Settlers, Empires of the North, 
regular Imperial settlers, Tinner's Trail, Iki, Deus, Spacegate Odyssey, Fields of Arl, Agra, King Domino, The Crew, Mission, Deep Sea, Tussie Mussy, Nanga Parbat, Bandata, Dice Miner, Tumbletown, Project L, Trek 12. Whew. Yeah, indeed. I thought about making a soda noise with my mouth, and I thought, I don't have that skill. No, no. If you had had a soda ready, it would have been, it would have been like pretty nice. high quality, but uh, yeah, that you could have cracked open. Some, or f- Some Foley artistry. Yeah, we are not at that level. So those are all the games that were played. What I played the most was Trek 12. I don't really want to talk about it. What did you, did you play anything more than once? I don't think so. I think may, you, one Oh, Tussie Mussie. That we played twice, I we, I guarantee you there's two plays of Tussie Mussie for me in there. Yeah. yeah. We were at the coffee. Oh yeah, we did play Tussie Mussie twice. We played the crew twice. Oh and then right, we but played, that's just two hands. And we played King Domino twice. We played it once on BGA. Oh, and then once and then to play the collection. We are trying to literally play the copy in our possession. Yeah, so BGA does not count, though some of the no. games Kelly read were BGA. That's true. And I mean, that's for the month, not for the, the challenge, though. And for my, in my opinion, if it's on BGA and we'd rather play it on BGA, it does call into question whether we need the physical game. For example, if we play Nidavellir, which yes. is on BGA and amazing, do we want to set up all these fiddly coins every time? Yeah. Or do or we not. just want to play it on BGA? Glow is one that's coming up soon that's on BGA, and we also have a physical copy, and it's kind of like, eh, do we need both? So that uh, what was played the most was Trek 12. My second most was Project L at six plays. And then Tumbletown, Dice Miner, and Bandata, I did three plays. Nangaparabat, Tussie Mussy, The Crew, and King Domino were all two. So that metric you like to do where, what was the number of games you played a number oh, of times? Is it three this month? H index? Yeah. It is three. So there were three games that were played at least three times. I think my H index is two. Yeah, it is in fact two. Um, yeah, not a very deep H index this time because we are playing through all these games and we are higher that so last month i had 110 plays but on only 49 games right and then this month it was 101 so actually less games played but 76 so i think that also means that each of those plays takes longer yeah because you have to refresh on the rules do the rules and and once you have a game set up you can usually play it again pretty fast because everything's already out everything's already organized what have you what games were added to the collection not a ton this month, and I'm wondering... We got a couple. Like, Fjords was new? I don't... Did it come this month? We went to the game store and picked up two games we didn't intend to buy. New games this month. Let me go back to the beginning of May. BG Stats app doesn't do this, like, perfect, because if you modify your collection, that's like, kind of like the... Oh, right. So, games that were modified that I know were actually new to us... Uh, Hansa Teutonica Big Box. We haven't played that yet. Port Royal was one of the ones we got at the oh, game right. store. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Crew Mission Deep Sea, we actually didn't have that one yet. It's one that we had talked about getting and we're like, oh, eventually we'll pick it up. And we went ahead and did that. And I think we're going to get rid of the original crew. Yeah. We don't on. really need we'll both. Yeah. Sell it. Get into or it. just give it to somebody. We gave away yeah. a copy of it once already and rebought it. And then Dice Miner was one that I'd been looking at for a while. Oh, right. And so, yeah. You played that solo. I didn't play that. We went to the game store to get the crew, and then I saw Port Royal Big Box, and I've heard of it before, and it's like a it's a new edition, and it has all the expansions and everything in it, and it's still a very small big box. It's a standard size box. So I was like, yeah, why not? And then I saw Dice Miner there, and I was like, yeah, we're just going to put that on top. And then Bandata, I won on Ruel Gaviola's Twitch stream. 
So you can, a lot of times on those streams, they'll have a contest or a giveaway because they'll be sponsored by some publisher and they'll be playing their game. I won that on the show. So it's a nice little one or two player game. We haven't tried it two player yet, but just a nice small little magnetic box, kind of a take anywhere sort of game. It has dice and a few cards and you're just, you know, trying to manipulate dice and get points. So yeah, those were the ones that were added this time. A light month, we're trying to keep it pretty light going into Gen Con, so we're not making more work for ourselves. Yeah, no, we're going to Or for our budget, yeah. you know? So, because we anticipate, of course, picking up a lot of things there. So, as far as games that were sold is one of the things on our stats, and we didn't get rid of any games this month. Now, the last month, we went to see Adam, and we sold some games at the game store there. A lot of things left, but... We're not, I don't think we're really going to do any culling probably until post Gen Con. That seems right. We'll have played everything, we'll have new games in, and it might, that's probably going to be a better time. So I don't anticipate having anything for those for the next couple of months. And then we mostly play games with one another. We didn't do a lot of going out playing games with other people this month, just kind of the way it was. We had a really busy April. It was pretty busy, and we were trying to get these through. So we we did a lot of like staying home in the evening and playing games. Yeah, we had a pretty big week where we decided, okay, the focus of this week is going to be... Yeah, we did Fields of Arl and Agra on consecutive nights. Yeah. And whoa. We did Spacegate Odyssey, Yamatai, and Iki that same yeah. week. I think that I felt more like overwhelmed at the thought of it than actually doing it. It really wasn't that bad. It wasn't even like... I didn't even feel as though it was that big of a lift. Now, we, of course, have nothing but time in our evening. So it's not like we're right. have these kids we're running to practice. Like, it's just you and me. Yeah. So it is it is pretty easy to clear out an evening and play a big game. But you still kind of think, oh, after the work day and all that, it wasn't as crazy as I thought it might right. be. Sometimes it can feel like it's hard to get board games to the table. And when you're really... I don't know. When we really got in the practice of doing it, I was like, maybe I've built this up a little more in my mind. I don't know. It still felt like a lot of rules for me. Like yeah. playing all those big games in one week. There was a, uh, it was a lot of rules. Yeah. Yeah. It is a lot of rules. So that was kind of the, oh, highlight. The other highlight, since we talked about one of them, was we go to this pretty much the same coffee shop all the time. Sometimes we go to another spot. Right. But there's one we go to a lot. And both the baristas there, as well as the other people who are frequenting the same coffee shop, recognize that we're the people that bring board games and play them. So people that are also coming on Saturday mornings just see us sitting there and playing games. So we had um, one of the customers just come up and ask, like, now I've seen you here before playing games. What are you guys playing today? We sat up at the counter because the time before the barista asked if we could sit at the counter so they could see what we yeah, were they have like a doing. bar right where they're making espresso, which I love because then I get to watch them make espresso. Yeah. Delightful. And they were, I'm trying to think, what game were we playing that they were kind of... Blockers. Oh, yeah, Blockers. Because it is very easy at a glance to kind of see what's going on there. Yeah. So, yeah, we played Blockers. We played Tussie Bussie. We played a few other things. Yeah. But I think Blockers was the one that was just clearest to identify what was going on. Because at the end, it's kind of like, well, we're trying to get rid of all our pieces. Aaron still has a lot of pieces. Oh, I lost terribly. The barista complimented me on being such a nice competitor. She which, did. given our other episode about the mental health games and what we're looking for, it kind of kind of goes in line which, with that. Timey wimey might be in the future. Timey wimey? No, no, no. It'll come out before this All one. Right. It'll come out before this one. But uh, yeah, because because uh, they were just you know they're just watching this play, and I was saying supportive things to Aaron, even though he I was, was not winning. I mean, basically. If one would like to know how to lose at Blockus, they should watch me play. 
at least, I mean, I think I figured it out. I won't do it again. Yeah. But they should watch that playthrough. I basically committed all of the block as major errors. Well, I don't know about all that. I think that it's a two in a two-player game, you have two colors, and you can kind of start wherever you want, still in any of the corners, and you alternate between your colors, and you have to, like, I was red and yellow, you were blue and green. And it has to go, like, red, blue, yellow, green, so to speak. You right. zigzag back and forth across the colors and across the players. Yeah, you kind of, you were doing a mirroring strategy with your two colors, but you didn't like push your two colors into one another. Yeah, it was And bad. I think that was probably the mistake. I think if you had pushed your colors into one another, you would have made it like solid. So then I couldn't have went over there. Right. But instead, I just creeped on over there and got all, I was just all I mean, over was, the it board. Was, it was a blockus clinic. We should yeah. move on. Yeah. Okay. So that was where... And with who do we play games? We played a lot of games at home, though. We didn't yeah. play the majority of our games uh, out, like, like out sometimes. this time. Yeah. Um, so moving on to back to the table, what game would you like to play more, Aaron? So I mean, list? I, I think probably any time that we play Kubitos in a month, it's going to be the game that shows up here for me. Really? It's just super high replayability. It's super fun. I love Kubitos, and also it's a game that like nearly never do you get upset with me while we play, and I make you upset when we play games a lot. So. I like That's Cubitos. True. Let's bring it to the table. I could answer Century, which I love to play, but then I often make you upset when we play Century. So Cubitos yeah, it is. Yeah, I don't. That's true. I don't like playing Century with you. I think for me, it's a three plus player game and it does not have a solo mode. I have sat and I sat with it just to understand it more. And I still had a good time. And I told you today, if I lose, I don't really mind losing because I think you were beginning to think, okay, she's just competitive and she's not saying it that way. I just want to feel as though I've learned something right. after playing. So if I've lost, that's fine. But if I understand the game more, then that's where I'm getting fulfillment. If I lose and understand nothing and I leave more confused, I am pretty grumpy. So just watching me move gyms around is not fulfilling. No, because I'm like, how do you have... So? It seems like alchemy. Like, how do you just keep having more gems? I think alchemy is a theme of century. <sighs> well... But anyway, Kubitos, all day long. I think I'm going to say it's a tie between two games for what I'd want to bring back to the table. One is Iki. Okay. It's just a pretty game. I had a night. I think that the first time we played it, I felt like I had no idea what was going on. And then in the end, I think I squeaked out a win, but not because I understood something. It was specifically because I didn't understand something. Um, and we played it again this time. The board kind of got like dead in the middle because fire wasn't affecting things. We weren't visiting one another's locations. I think that's because of Aaron and he doesn't feel like that's true. But I just, I like that game. I kind of like the mix of things that's happening and I like looking at it. And for me, I'm a shallow gamer sometimes. I want it to be pretty and I want to just gaze upon the lovely it's pieces. It's very pretty. Yeah, so I think just the artwork and the process of it, I find pretty calming. So I want to get back to that. And then Tenor's Trail, I played solo. And in having to relearn the rules and then learn the solo rules and then execute the solo AI, because you're playing against, I think, Master, I think it's Master Wallace, because it's a Martin Wallace game. I understood the game a lot better. And now we're getting back to that same fulfilling thing for me of, well, if I learn the game more, if I if I understand it more after playing, then it's pretty rewarding. I think now that I understand it more, I might want to play it again. And the AI has this list of, it's not a fun AI to run. 
It's like, if this is true, then do this. Otherwise, do this. But it helps you see the value of different things in the game. So I think that's the one I'd say back to the table. For collection, I'm not actually going to get rid of Trek 12. I'm not going to get rid of it. But I played it a whole bunch on BGA. It's the solo challenge right now on Ruel's Discord server. And I just don't like it. I'm not even sure that it's good. I think that it actually, it might be very, for me, it might be very just unfulfilling and bad. So that might be the one that I, I'm not actually going to get rid of it though. I kind of want to do the, it has a light campaign in it. And I kind of want to do the campaign at least before I get rid of it. I want to like it. And I think I'm just absolutely don't. I think given that we do this challenge every year, my call list is kind of focused on things that we keep in the collection for various reasons. Because basically, a lot of the things that we're playing this year, we also played last year. Yeah, just, And it's yeah. like, are we going to keep doing this every year? And I think mm-hmm. the two Monopoly games we played to get through, I think Monopoly oh. Deal and, and, <laughs> yeah. and the, the Monopoly Gamer <laughs> Edition, you know, I, I think, boy, we could get rid of them. But then also, like the they're also like games that could be fun if we brought over folks that don't really want to play you know games like we play games and then the the game from our collection that i would like to call honestly is fear fields of arl and it's not a bad game oh i just hate relearning it the rule book doesn't make sense to me i'm not gonna play it often enough to like be up with it when we come back to it and it's it's probably the nicest game. It's probably the best game I've ever recommended for the collection. Oh wow! I realized I, I could have said um, I could have said Ceylon because I had a heck of a time. Boy, that's a that was a rough one. That's a, but it, it's really nice to look at, and that's was that a segue that you just did there to Aaron's game of the month? Really? So, I and, oh, and here's the thing. Like, that's fine. I know hey, you didn't like playing love what it. You love. It was a very, like, I had forgotten, we'd only played a, a couple times before. Yeah. I really liked all of the mechanics in. I like how the interaction between players goes. I like how you can kind of build up your powers. It's not too long of a game. It's like, it feels like just the right length uh, as you're getting into it. And aside from the fact that uh, the level of interaction there sort of, you had, aside from the fact that you didn't have a good experience playing it, I think that's a, definitely a game that if I played with other folks or just differently with you would become one of my favorites. Oh, Wow. I think that's great. What I specifically didn't like, which I'll share as I try to narrow down what I want my game of the month to be here, is that I built a thing and then you used that thing before I got to use that thing. And it just made me realize, yeah, I don't like this. And I don't like this in games. When I build a thing for me, I want to use it and I don't really want other people using it. And I'm also not trying to run around and use other people's things like I am pretty multiplayer solitaire kind of person like, yeah, we can all be here together. Like, don't touch my stuff, though. This is I mean, my this is my things. When when the tea patties grow together, everyone's fortunes rise together. I know that is true, and I got like a coin, and I just think a victory right? point. I think a victory point when someone else uses your a victory point your farm, you get a victory point. Okay, sure. Salem's also very pretty. Nice little green leaves, good cubes. The art on the cards is nice. This seems like a recency bias, but. I think just because I never hear anything about it, and I think it is a very solid, albeit poorly constructed game as far as the component quality, I'm going to give it to 60 Second City. Oh, game of the month, 60 Second City. We just played it. I mean... You did not make me upset during it. I didn't make you upset. It's a co-op game. 
Well, that doesn't mean anything. I've made you upset during coffee. <laughs> okay, that's you, talking you about? know what? That's fair. That's fair. Um, in sixty seconds, it's you get it at Target. It's Buffalo Games, and they've been Buffalo Games have been making a lot of very solid, very cheap games. I would love for them to have a Target edition for their games, and then like a collector's edition. I absolutely would love a better component quality version of Sixty Second City. It is clear that they tried to make it very affordable, so I don't love that. It doesn't feel it doesn't feel like you could play it a lot and it would hold up. Right. I mean the little the cardboard pieces. Yeah. I mean, yeah. The cards are very thin and hard, kind of hard to shuffle. As a result, you have a grid and these uh, tiles, and the tiles are two two uh, squares of the grid. And you're playing together. You have the tiles all face down. One of the tiles in the box is routed incorrectly on the wrong side. So we can't play with it because it doesn't sit on the board. Oh, I remember this. Because the grid, it's actually like raised grid lines. So the pieces stay where you put them, which is nice. Instead of it just all being flat and everything all moving around. And you play over five rounds with one other person. And you are co-op trying to build a city. It has kind of a sprawlopolis vibe to it. And I will say why we ding its component quality. We noted that the the board is inset to kind of facilitate the way the tiles are played. And yeah. the rule book fits perfectly into Perfectly the inside that. Yeah. It has like it it feels like a prototype. I think maybe that's what I want to say. It feels like a functioning prototype of the game and it's like, great, yes, you should definitely make this game. Oh, this is it. Oh, you've already made it. Well, the buyer target was like, we love it. And they're like, let's just ship it. Yeah, let's just do this. We can do this for five dollars and charge people twenty. Anyways, it's a very solid game. I don't know if you can find it. I don't even know if you can find it anywhere besides Target. I have not looked. Great two-player game. They didn't even put a timer in it. They didn't even put a sand timer in it. 60-second city. You pay over five you rounds. You need to time it. And you have to bring your own timer. Now, you definitely have a timer somewhere in your life, but it's just another thing where I'm still giving a game of the month because I think these are all, all the things I'm saying are the reasons that you would think that it's not that good. We had a lovely time playing it. And I don't think it really does expand to more players. I think it would get a mess if you tried to play with more people. Oh, yeah. It's two players for sure. But, yeah, very nice two-player co-op game. And uh, it could it could use a little more it could use a little more love. So I'm going to give it to 60 Second City. All right. I think that's been a, it's a really uh, a nice recap on May. Looking forward to June. That's, you ended it, huh? I mean, we don't have, we, we, you can just edit that out. You can say whatever else you want. No, we'll leave it in. Thank you so much for listening to episode 51. Be sure to subscribe to know when new episodes drop. You can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Twitch at Variant Hex. We have a website and a blog at VariantHex.com. And you can email us at podcast at VariantHex.com. Despite what I just said, we've been pretty silent on all those platforms. And that's just a side effect of having full-time jobs and also trying to play through all of our collection before Gen Con. As the summer continues, we're planning on a more regular schedule and a bit more interaction on social. Similarly, we had this episode ready for a while, but didn't know what we'd be recording next. So the next episode will be a surprise. It will probably be a new type of episode called Analysis Paralysis, where we pose a question and discuss the answer. Unless you're listening to these in reverse, in which case you have 50 more episodes headed your way, the next one being the top five games we'd play 50 times. And that's all for now. Thank you so much for spending your time with us today.